Good morning. It's Thursday, February 8th. I'm Beth Golay, and this is Wichita's Early Edition from KMUW News. The Kansas City Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. And extra excitement surrounding Taylor Swift has Kansas sports bettors again wagering millions of dollars on their local team to win. But all that excitement and gambling doesn't necessarily mean big tax collections for the state of Kansas. We'll hear about how the big game could lead to a small payout. That's coming up after the news. Scott Schwab of Kansas has joined nearly a dozen other secretaries of state in asking the Supreme Court to narrowly define who can remove a candidate from a ballot. The group filed a brief ahead of a hearing today where the court will decide whether Donald Trump can be removed from Colorado's ballot. The state Supreme Court removed Trump in Colorado. Later, Maine's Secretary of State barred Trump from the ballot there. Schwab's group says secretaries of state should not have the authority to remove federal candidates from the ballot. The Kansas Supreme Court has ended its oversight of a long-running school finance case that led to increased funding for K-12 public schools. KMUW's Suzanne Perez has more. The two-page order signed by Chief Justice Marla Lukert says the legislature has followed through with a multi-year plan to increase funding for Kansas public schools. It essentially ends the lawsuit over whether school funding was adequate after nearly 14 years. The court accepted the funding plan in 2019 to resolve the lawsuit, but maintained oversight to make sure the increases actually happened. Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach asked the court last fall to drop the case. Governor Laura Kelly issued a statement saying lawmakers should not take the ruling as a license to cut funding from public schools. For KMUW News, I'm Suzanne Perez. Casino employees are asking Kansas lawmakers to pass a bill banning smoking in their workplaces. As KMUW's Rose Conlon reports, lawmakers heard testimony Wednesday. Kansas casino worker Joe Halfley supports a smoking ban because secondhand smoke, he says, has contributed to his chronic lung disease. I am doing this because I have a wife and a son who I want to be there for for a very long time. But casino operators fiercely oppose a ban. Kevin Fowler, an attorney for Kansas Crossing Casino, says it would hurt business and reduce tax revenue. Our clients are interested in generating revenue not only for their shareholders, but also for the state of Kansas. That is why we are in business. He says Kansas could lose customers to casinos in Oklahoma and Missouri, which allow smoking. Nebraska and Colorado have banned casino smoking. For KMUW News, I'm Rose Conlin. Sedgwick County Commissioners approved creating a Citizens Advisory Board for its Emergency Communications Department at their meeting Wednesday. Here's KMUW's Kylie Cameron with more. The board was one of several recommendations made by the Cedric Lofton Task Force. It was formed following the death of the 17-year-old at the Juvenile Intake Center in 2021. The board will have 13 voting members. Most will be appointed by the county commission and by cities within the county, including Wichita. The board will make recommendations on policies and procedures for the department at quarterly meetings. It will also address any issues that might arise within emergency communications. For KMUW News, I'm Kylie Cameron. Butterfly lovers may have a harder time spotting monarchs this year in Kansas. Celia Yopis-Jepson of the Kansas News Service explains. 
Scientists say the size of the overwintering monarch population in Mexico is the second smallest on record. There appear to be less than half as many butterflies as last winter. Kristen Baum directs Monarch Watch at the Kansas Biological Survey and Center for Ecological Research. She says if this year brings good rainfall that boosts plant blooms, it will help the population grow. The thought is the population will rebound, but it's going to take time, and it really depends on all those other conditions. The butterflies face threats such as habitat loss and insecticides, but Monarch Watch experts say drought delivered an extra blow last fall, making it hard for the butterflies to find enough nectar during migration. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Celia Yopis-Jepson. Storytime Village in Wichita will receive nearly $5 million in federal funding to expand its child care offerings. The money is part of $28 million in federal money that Kansas is using to create more child care openings across the state. The latest funding is expected to add nearly 500 spots. Storytime Village will use its money to create a community literacy center that also will have 50 child care slots. The nonprofit works to improve literacy for underserved children in Kansas. Award-winning biologist Douglas Emlin will speak next week at Wichita State University. Emlin is a professor at the University of Montana. His research focuses on the weapons that animals are born with to defend themselves. Throughout his research, Emlin draws parallels between animal arms races and humanity's weapons of mass destruction. His public talk is scheduled for February 12th. A second, more technical talk will be on February 13th. Both events will take place in Hubbard Hall at WSU. For more information, visit wichita.edu. We'll be back after this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This is Wichita's Early Edition. I'm Beth Golay. Sports bettors in Kansas are backing the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl for a second year in a row. And Taylor Swift fans appear to be getting in on the action. But Kansas is likely going to make a lot less money than usual if the Chiefs win. Kansas News Service reporter Dylan Lyson and editor Stephen Caranda discuss how the big game could lead to a small payout for Kansas. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl this year, Dylan, and the Super Bowl is already the biggest sports betting event of the year. I'm personally not a Swifty, but even I am well aware of the extra excitement this year because of Taylor Swift dating one of the Chiefs players. So is all that adding up to a lot of sports betting here in Kansas? Oh yeah, the casinos are seeing a lot of action on the Chiefs to win. Um, Tanner Romy of Hollywood Casino in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, told me that it's no secret that they get a lot of Missouri bettors coming over the border to place bets, and that's leading to even more bets on the Chiefs to win. And you are right, the Super Bowl is the biggest sports betting day of the year. The American Gaming Association is predicting even more bets this year. Uh, The group estimates more than $23 billion will be wagered on the game. Lots of people in Kansas are betting on the Chiefs to win, What else are they betting on? I know they can make a lot of different types of bets when it comes to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, other than, you know, people picking the Chiefs to win, Romy says the casino is seeing uh, some more interesting bets, like how many rushing yards quarterback Patrick Mahomes will earn and whether tight end Travis Kelsey will score a touchdown. Um, The second one is very interesting because of Travis Kelsey's famous girlfriend. Romy says the casino customer base is mostly men, but he says Taylor Swift has led to more women placing bets this year. Now it's like some of the girlfriends are coming up and betting on on uh, Kelsey, you know, with all the Taylor Swift stuff going on. So we're seeing that increase. Also, you know, Taylor Swift might be at the game, and I've heard of bets related to her specifically. Is that happening in Kansas? Yes, you may have read that some online casinos are offering bets that are related to Taylor Swift, like how long she'll be shown during the game on television and whether she'll eat a hot dog or something like that. You won't see those bets in Kansas because they are not legal here. Uh, Romy says that casinos can only offer bets on what happens on the field during the game. That also means other popular Super Bowl bets uh, won't be offered in Kansas, like who wins the coin toss. Those really aren't legal in Kansas. Because of all this excitement, it sure seems like a lot of money will be changing hands in Kansas when it comes to Super Bowl bets. Is the state poised to collect a lot of tax revenue because of that? Well, let's take last year, for example, when the Chiefs won. Uh, The state reported a total of $194 million in bets in February, which was the month of the Super Bowl. Uh, A lot of bettors in Kansas picked the Chiefs to win. And so when the team won, the casino had to pay out a lot of money. And the state earned only a bit more than $1,000. That's a minuscule amount. And that's what some lawmakers were afraid of when sports betting was legalized in Kansas. Some lawmakers were critical of the law and argued that it was a bad deal. The state only gets 10% of the sportsbook profits. Um, And, you know, you compare that to traditional gaming like blackjack and slot machines, uh, the state gets 27%. This is one of the things that really surprises me. If the Chiefs win, that will actually mean less revenue for the casinos and the state than if the Chiefs lose? Generally speaking, yes. The casino would have to pay out uh, all this money to the winners. So with so many bettors picking the Chiefs to win, that could end up as a large amount of cash and uh, reducing the amount of money the casino would see in profit. So the state would basically be getting its 10% cut from a much smaller pie. Uh, But Kansas Lottery spokesman Corey Thone told me the state would gladly take less revenue in February if it meant the hometown team won its third Super Bowl in five years. Thanks for joining us for Wichita's Early Edition. We'll be back again tomorrow. For KMUW News, I'm Beth Golay. Wichita's Early Edition is part of the NPR Podcast Network. Listen to You're Saying It Wrong, where we tackle tricky pronunciations, grammar pet peeves, language controversies, and other bizarre quirks of the English language. Discover new episodes every Saturday. You're Saying It Wrong from KMUW Studios, part of the NPR Podcast Network.